and welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Today's tale is entitled Sliver, Chapter 7. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. (laughs) Over the course of two days, Mary's legs, up to her knees, had changed. So did her right hand and forearm up to her elbow. Both Mary and her husband realized that her confession and acceptance of responsibility for the fire, the death of the Hamadryad and the Robin family was to no avail. Mary right now could still walk, but the transition, which is what they were calling it now, was speeding up. Both of them weren't sure how much longer she had before transition was complete. The only pain that Mary was feeling was knowing that her time was running out. The doctor had called to find out how she was doing. Mary told him the truth about what was happening and how she was feeling about it. The doctor went on to say that every specialist, surgeon, dermatologist, podiatrist, oncologist, gastroenterologist, anyone he could think of he consulted. No one knew what to say or do. He went on further to explain that he sent samples of Mary's middle finger to various laboratories for analysis. 95% of them asked him if this was some kind of joke and not to waste their time analyzing a piece of wood. The only positive answer he got was from a furniture maker that said the sample that they received was definitely oak. Mary politely said goodbye to the doctor and thanked him for everything that he tried to do. After she hung up the phone, her husband asked her what the doctor said. Mary replied, not much, but told her she was turning into oak. The husband remained silent. Lately, the husband was preparing Mary's favorite dishes that she loved to eat. They both thought that doing that was likened to someone who was on death row and it was their last meal. Since they didn't know when the final day of transition was going to be, it was almost as if Mary was on death row. The next day when Mary woke up, her left hand had changed. She was now unable to grab anything, so getting dressed and eating was left up to her husband to dress and feed her. Mary's drinking of scotch had increased tenfold since the sliver, but what did she care? At least she could still drink by using a straw. She did quit smoking, however, for various reasons. That night at supper time, Mary's husband carefully brought up the conversation of what her wishes were when the transition was complete. After taking a long scotch sip, Mary looked at him and said 
she didn't know. When they had gone to bed a couple of hours later, a sudden thirst hit Mary. She sat up and scared her husband awake. He asked what was the matter. Mary chokingly told him she needed water. He went downstairs and filled a glass and went back as quickly as he could. Mary downed the water in seconds. As he finished pouring the water in her mouth, she told him that she needed more. Her husband repeated the process three times. After the last glass, Mary was finally able to stop. She looked at her husband and didn't know why that happened. Her husband, doing some research, found that a mature oak tree can take anywhere from 50 gallons up to 200 gallons a day, which helps them store water. He went on to say that this might be the reason for the increased thirst. Regardless of how much water she drank, Mary didn't have to go to the bathroom anymore. Over the next several days, the only part of Mary that hadn't transitioned was her head. That night, Mary told her husband what her wishes were when it was over. <laughs>